0: Hello and welcome to the first of the 2013 Land Rover Burley Horse Trials podcasts. I'm Sam Lloyd and coming up in the programme, we hear from the riders who tell us why Burley is so special, including the thoughts of the defending champion.
1: So I'm very much focused now on this week, Burley here and and pretty much wanting to win it. Even first, second and third would be alright.
0: We learn what it takes to achieve top marks in dressage.
1: If it looks easy, if the horse is moving and carrying the rider in a really, not even spectacular, but really smooth and, and regular way and everything looks like it was born to do it and it's doing it for itself and the rider's just enjoying it, those are the best ones
0: while the event director gives us a taster of what to look forward to over the four days.
2: There's so much on at the event over and above the horses, lovely trade stands at Burley, everyone comes to do their Christmas shopping. We've got a great food walk, I think we've got over 50 exhibitors in the food walk, so the shopping will be mammoth at the event.
0: But first, the Land Rover Burley Horse Trials is undoubtedly the autumn highlight in the equestrian calendar, attracting the top riders from all over the world. Set in the stunning grounds of Burley House in Stamford, Lincolnshire, riders from 11 different countries are taking part with five former winners. And there's no doubt this is a firm favourite for everyone. Oliver, Oliver Townend.
1: Burley's um, the four star event, in my opinion. I think it's probably the hardest competition in the world to win. Um, been lucky enough to do it once, so uh, hopefully my time will. Them again not too far in the distant future nicola,
2: nicola wilson. wilson it's something that we always look forward to it's, it's fantastic to be here it's always fantastic to ride at four star level and have horses competing at, at this level and uh, yeah it's very exciting and nicholson. nicholson
1: Burley's my favorite um, event you know i've been quite upfront about that for quite a long time there's, there's something about the place here like we've driven in here this morning and it, it's a very relaxed Um, friendly sort of atmosphere when you first arrive. But
0: it's not all about eventing at the top level, as event director Elizabeth Inman explains.
2: There's so much on at the event, over and above the horses, absolutely glorious weather at the moment, lovely trade stands at Burley. everyone comes to do their Christmas shopping, We've got a great food walk. I think we've got over 50 exhibitors in the food walk. So the shopping will be mammoth at the event. We've also got a celebrity chat show area where all the riders go and um, talk to the public. Masses on for the kids. On Thursday, we've got the Pony Club team jumping in ring two in front of Burley House. The finals of our Dubarry Young Event Horse classes on the Friday. On the Sunday, we've got, moving to the racing, we've got Neptune Collange and Kato Star parading the main ring. We've also got the winning pony medalist team from the European Championships parading on Sunday. And then moving perhaps onto a more macho visitors, we have the Land Rover Ultra Deck. Um, this is an area where Landro have a mini off-road driving area. It's on the far side of the lake, an absolute must-visit place, so that should be quite exciting. Opposite that, we have the Defence Animal Centre from nearby Melton Mowbray, they're also demonstrating the main ring on Thursday about how they train their dogs for military purposes. So there's an absolute bumper element going on at the horse trials over and above the horses. It's Just generally a very relaxed and friendly happy event and that's what we want. We want happy competitors, um, happy visitors and you can't go wrong if you work on that.
0: So while fans enjoy the burly experience, for riders the focus has been on the first phase, dressage. A test of obedience, discipline and control. This takes real precision from horse and rider. Our reporter Ali Rowell caught up with Mr Nick Burton, president of the ground jury who are the judging panel.
1: What we're looking for in the the dressage test of event horses is is supple, obedient horses with regular paces that are displaying correct training and equal flexion on both reins, ability to ride them with extension and collection to the level of an event horse, advanced medium level we call it in England, with single flying changes. We're not looking for a pre-Saint George or Grand Prix horse in terms of what we're expecting them to do. We want the riders to uh, develop and train their horses in a very gymnastic and elastic way um, and so this test for those horses that are trained in that way should present no problems at all.
2: What are the, the, the horses or what are the
0: traits of those horses that really stand out? The ones that are going to come and finish in the top sort of three or four after the
2: dressage phase? If
1: it looks easy, if the horse is moving and carrying the rider in a really, not even spectacular, but really smooth and, and regular way and everything looks like it was born to do it, it's doing it for itself and the rider is just enjoying it, those are the best ones.
0: So on to the competition, and day one was dominated by Ingrid Klimke, who recently won Team Gold and Individual Silver at the FEI European Eventing Championships in Malmo, Sweden. The German, who's making her debut at Burley, was the only rider to score below 40 with a score of 39 on FRH But
2: Abraxas. Abraxas really did a very wonderful test. He was lovely, he was supple, but also very expressive. He listened to me all the time and now we are together for so many years. It's always a great pleasure to come into the ring with him. It's amazing to think that you've, you've competed all around the world, but this is your first Burley. What do you think of the whole thing? I'm really impressed. I mean, it's a wonderful, beautiful park. The fences are definitely outstanding. When I walked the course first time, I knew that this is where all the people are talking about. Once in a lifetime, you have to do it. And it was always a dream for me to come here. I was now three times in badminton, but never here. So I said one of my dreams had to come true. That's why I'm here.
0: And Ingrid's score looked hard to beat until Jock Padgett, the third but last to go, entered the arena. And what an impressive performance from the New Zealander, who took the lead on 36.7 with Clifton Promise. And this is a rider who's having the most wonderful year, winning the British Open and badminton. Jock, congratulations. Yet another cracking test on uh, Clifton Promise into the lead uh, just taught me through first 10 there as well
2: yeah it's my first 10 at this level and it's good that it's on Clifton Promise um I didn't realize I got a 10 actually until I got out Although I did hear a small noise from the crowd and I wondered (laughs) (laughs) but you never know um as far as Holt Rainback I think so yeah it's, it's really good he's um just seems so relaxed as well when the crowd cheered at the end he just doesn't seem to be bothered by the atmosphere at all he's done this a few times now and he's he's an experienced horse and I think that you know, he, he's it's almost like he knows it's time to focus and you know, he doesn't clown around too much at the big ones. And you know, He goes to the little ones and plays around and has his fun and then when he comes here, he does his job.
0: So what a fantastic start to this year's event. Join us next time when we'll be reflecting on the cross country and we'll be going out and about to speak to the fans. So until the next time, goodbye.